The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today with another innovator whose company is on a mission to prevent readmissions, improve outcomes by engaging patients in active remote patient monitoring. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Greg Westerbeck, CEO of DocView Solutions. Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for making the time to be here with us today. Before we begin our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Sure. I have a rather unusual background. I spent 25 years in the pharmaceutical business working for GlaxoSmithKline and other large pharmaceutical companies. But surprisingly enough, I got into the business through a startup company. I've always had my heart in startup, and I was originally a sixth person hired for a startup business early on by a startup that was run by Dow Chemical Company at that point. And that business went under because of targets that Dow had at that point in time, which if you look back on them are kind of crazy. But anyway, that led me to be absorbed into the pharmaceutical business. And it was one of those deals where a smaller company gets swallowed by bigger company, gets swallowed by bigger company. And eventually I ended up working with the second largest pharmaceutical company in the world, spent most of my career in marketing and sales, although I did spend about 10 years in business development, so I was also negotiating in licensing and out licensing and things like that. So a wide, diverse, global experience on a big company scale. But after I left that, started to look for what are the big problems and what's the next phase, what's the next chapter of the life, and that led me to DocView Solutions. Perfect. Could you take a couple of minutes and provide our audience with a 10,000-foot overview of DocView Solutions? very high level. We monitor people that are very sick. We're talking about COPD or congestive heart failure patients. We actively monitor them on a smart device so that we're able to check on them every day and determine problems early and therefore intervene quickly to fix the problem so you avoid both a hospital readmission or a future hospitalization. Great. Why is telemedicine and specifically remote patient monitoring growing so quickly? Well, we're finally figuring out that these people have chronic care problems. They usually have multiple problems. We're talking about Medicare patients or people like that. They have multiple conditions that are going to go on for a long period of time. 99% of their time is outside of the physician's office or outside of the hospital. And so it makes common sense that we need to intervene and be watching that space if you want to avoid serious, expensive hospitalizations. 
And so that's why the whole telemedicine area is, is exploding simply because it's an efficient way or an effective way, I should say, to keep in touch with people in between hospital visits or in between physician visits in order to keep people well and keep them out of the system as opposed to just being reactive. What makes the DocView platform different from other options on the market? There are several things that make the DocView platform different. First, we connect the patient, the nurse, and also the physician on the same platform so that they can all communicate by text if they want to. And as a result, that's a very efficient situation. So if there's a problem where you need to adjust in a medication or something like that, the physician can review the information quickly provide the direction to change the medication, and that's all done by text. And so there's no phone calls, there's no loss of time. That's one primary difference. The other big thing that is different about DocView is that we use an algorithm. When people respond and answer some very simple behavioral questions, it takes them about a minute and a half to respond. We have an algorithm which then sorts people into, for simplicity, red lights and green lights. And if you're a green light, you're fine. You just continue on your daily routine and you check in tomorrow. If you're a red light, our algorithm flags those people, and that's usually about 10% of people on any given day. And then the nurses can spend their time focused on those people that are having problems, that need an intervention on that day. So you're using the nurse's time much more efficiently because they're only working with the problem people or those people that are having issues on that day. Because of that, that allows a nurse to watch a lot more people and it allows you to check on that person much more frequently daily so that you can catch problems early and intervene. So it's not rocket science in the sense that if you find a problem early, it's easier to fix than if it evolves over a few days and people end up in the emergency room or in the hospital. So, Greg, it sounds to me like you provide not only the software, but also the healthcare services. Am I getting it correct? Yes, we do have that capability. We have the ability of doing software only if the hospital or physician group want to use their own nurses. But we also have the capability of doing a turnkey operation where we can supply the nurses and the nurse call center and support if needed, because each institution's a bit different. Some people like to hire their own, and some people like to contract for that service, and we can do both. Is your product reimbursable? At this point, it is not reimbursable directly. Medicare is easing its way towards the idea that, gee, we've got to manage these people over time, and that has frankly been a challenge of ours as we've worked in the marketplace. We've had so many people look at our technology and say, I absolutely love this. Who pays for this? And then you get a silent stare. So it is a challenge. It is those organizations that realize this is the future. They're going to have to manage these people more effectively that are jumping on board and working with this in pilots. That makes perfect sense. Greg, how do you go to market? Who's your customer? At this point, we have a variety of customers. I'll be frank and tell you that we're still very actively working on the product market fit. I know that's a bit of marketing speak, but trying to fit who will be the ultimate purchaser of this and finding more of those people. We've had interest from large physician groups, and I'm talking about groups of 
500 physicians and more. We've worked with hospitals as well because hospitals that have cardiac centers are concerned about their patients. So we have a, we work with Atlantic Health, which is a very large hospital group in northern New Jersey. We've also worked with nursing homes because nursing homes do not have the capability of watching people once they leave their facility. And many people just pass through a nursing home at this point in time instead of being resident in a nursing home forever. So it's a whole range of people that that we're working with, and I'm still very actively trying to work through who is that ultimate customer so that we can replicate more of those. And at this point, I really don't know who will be the ultimate driver of the business. It may be all three of those. It may be hospital, large physician groups, and nursing homes that have different products that will fit their needs. Well, I'd suggest to you, my mother lives in Florida, and we pay for a third-party service to provide care for her to come in and visit her in the home. So there's yet another group, and I don't know what you call them, senior care in-home assistance that I would love to have your product as a part of the care that gets delivered that we pay for for my mother. So that might be yet another opportunity for you. That's a great idea. And to follow on to that thought, Joe, one of the things we're working on is we're working on a consumer model because one of the capabilities of our platform allows a son or daughter to look over the shoulder of mom. So, for example, let's say your mother is checking in on our system every day. We haven't done this yet, but we have the capability of allowing you to sign on as a son. And let's say your mom allows you to look over her shoulder. You could find out whether mom is a red light today or whether mom is a green light today and whether she's taken her medicine. You can just imagine your comfort level going up if you could quickly check on the status of mom. And if there was a problem, if mom came up a red light today, we could notify you immediately so that you could intervene as you would, as a dutiful son, you would do it immediately. So that's a system and a capability we think there's a real possibility for in the future. Well, as a consumer, I would pay for that service regardless of whether we got reimbursed because we're already paying for a visiting nurse service that we're not getting reimbursed for, but it's necessary and we're doing it. So, I've had that same reaction from a number of people when I ask friends or neighbors, gee, if you could check on your mom or your dad and be notified every day if there was a problem, would you pay for that? Virtually everybody says, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you pay for it as long as it's a reasonably priced service? Greg, I'm a data and process nerd, so my curiosity is killing me. How do you know and how do you work through the fact that you're using these right questions in that upfront checklist to identify problems? We've worked with nurses that are in the trenches that work with cardiac people all the time because it's very interesting. I have this debate with physicians all the time. Where do your questions come from? Are they the right questions? Because physicians tend to focus on the question. Having worked with nurses who actually work with the cardiac patients, we know the questions work simply because the hospital that we're working with has a 7% readmission rate. And normally, these types of patients, congestive heart failure patients, have about a 25% readmission rate within 30 days. So we know it's a very successful operation. They have an effective set of protocol that they use. So we've lifted those questions. But we've learned more than that. Very simple things like 
having the patient enter their weight every day as opposed to having it done by a Bluetooth scale because people will say to me, well, just have it done by the scale because that would be automatic. And that sounds simple and logical. But the nurses have told us, no, 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 you don't want to do that. What you want to do is have the patient enter it every day because they will pay more attention and they will be more aware of their weight if they have to write it down or enter it into the smart device as opposed to the Bluetooth scale because we all know the first day or two you pay attention to what the Bluetooth scale says and after that you don't pay any attention because it's automatic. And so those simple things, that's what nurses tell you, is that simple thing of having them enter the weight as opposed to it being automatic, those are the kinds of things that we know that we're on the right track because we're dealing with nurses that have done this for 30 years. Great. What's next for DocView, Greg? What can customers expect as you head into 2016? As I was talking about before, we'll be working on the product market fit. And so the exciting thing is we're going to be working in a variety of areas, a whole range of places, and developing new disease states. As we look at the platform right now, I talked about having disease states for congestive heart failure or COPD. It's very easy to adapt our technology to other diseases, and we'll be working on those. For example, asthma or concussion or depression or other things like that. As long as you can risk stratify people by validated questions, you can use our system and all of the back-end process remains the same. So if you think of all the conditions where the physician would benefit touching base with the patient in between visits, just staying in touch with them, asking them a series of simple questions to determine if there's a problem, flagging the problem and then intervening early, you realize there's a whole lot of disease states and problems that we could work on. And that's one of the exciting things for us because it's almost unlimited into the areas that you could work into. Greg, as we finish up here, before I let you go, where can people go to learn more about DocView Solutions? You can go to our website, www.docviewsolutions, that's doc, D-O-C, view solutions, all one word, dot com. Perfect. Greg, it was such a great pleasure to have you. Thanks for stopping by and telling us what you guys are doing at DocView Solutions. Joe, it has been great. I would love to talk to you anytime. Thank you very much for your time. Well, we will definitely keep getting updates from you and have you back on for sure. But for now, that wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guests, Greg Westerbeck, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. (laughs) 